Welcome to Top of the Line. This is the podcast version of our YouTube show. New episodes every Monday and Friday where we talk about audio and hi-fi related themes. If you have any requests for a future episode, send us an email, T-O-T-L at abyssheadphones.com. Today, we have a gentleman by the name of Noah, who looks like emailed us and said, Hello, Abyss Headphones. Hi. Hi, Noah. Does he have an ARC? I don't you think don't this really is the same guy, information. but we could ask him that on an email back. Yeah, we okay. do have an ARC. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, It would be cool, especially if you can get, get like two by two animals on it. Mm. Too. How'd they get the it's giraffes all, in? Did you see dangerous, that? dangerous, though. Yeah. All the pictures, it looks like they wouldn't fit that well, good. Tigers would be a bitch. Yeah, with the giraffes right next to them? Yeah, gonna, it could be messy. Were they in cages? I don't know. They didn't really cover this too extensively, yeah, I don't think. I don't in know. fact, about a month ago, I don't know what the hell I was watching, probably some damn something on Apple TV or something. I don't know what the hell it was, or even Amazon. Mm-hmm. Some kid was stuck in a boat with a tiger. A yep. shipwreck occurred. Common problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it was a long movie. It was just him and a tiger. Uh-huh. I think there was a monkey, but then the tiger killed the monkey. Uh, I mean, yes. we're talking like that month. They of were shipwrecks. So they were eating each other and shit. But uh-huh. he had to learn to survive with the tiger, so he'd get off the boat and just float with some wood just to, to give the tiger space. And then he actually trained the tiger to, uh, anyway, trained the tiger to... <laughs> <laughs> to to respond okay. to his commands where they actually became friends, but yeah, it's going way far. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know the name of the damn movie, but it was like, either. whoa, yeah. that was that was the guy. This guy went like thirty days without food or some crap like that. So, uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, that's not good. Pretty resourceful. I'd be dead if it was mm-hmm. me in the middle of the ocean with a tiger. Sounds uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Better off drowning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds really uncomfortable. Anyway, hello, Abyss Headphones. Hi. <laughs> My question is: Will Abyss ever venture into making speakers or perhaps your own DACs and amplifiers? Hmm. That's it? Short and sweet? Yeah, it was easy. There's a few parts to this one, though. Speakers and amplifiers. Speakers and amplifiers. Lions and tigers and bears. Hmm. I kind of wanted to make a near-field speaker. Probably never going to happen long-term project. Yeah. So don't put an ETA in. It'd be cool, though, I think. Desktop? A little desktop? Planer? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, a yay big? Yeah, we could do that. It wouldn't be that hard, kind of. Yeah, what was that company that was making those, and they kind of went out of business? Monsoon? Monsoon, yeah. They had... These cute little yeah. planners. I wish I would have I bought like a those. pair. I never bought a set. They were kind of pricey for desktop speakers. Not I remember crazy seeing that. those in Comp yeah. USA, thinking, oh, those are pretty cool. Yeah, they sounded cool in a store. It's 25 years ago. It's though. too bad I didn't get those. Yeah. yeah. yeah but that's something we could do, something small. And that's the reason why we'll probably never do speakers, although I never like to say never, is because speakers are big cabinets, very difficult to ship. A lot of damage occurs mm-hmm. with the shipping. Uh, there's a lot of work involved with making speaker cabinets. The drivers, which is what we do, excel at, right? Would be no issue. We could make uh, a never yeah. made big ones though. But a small yeah. speaker, you know, you know. Yeah. yeah. Tiny. Desktop thing. We could do that. That's yeah. doable. Yeah, it's doable. Bookshelf. I think we have a few projects on the plate though. We talked That's, about these yeah. many times. There's a few other things that yeah. everyone seems to want. So I don't know if the, the near field desktop type speaker is really yeah, too far off. I think we'd have to keep the box of chips in about the size of a toaster oven or something. You know, we just don't toaster. Yeah, don't. Okay, well, whatever I call it, you know, something that's not. We're not going to be shipping 150 pound boxes all no. over the world. That's just that's Impractical. more work than it's worth. Yeah. Back in the day when I first started doing uh, uh, trade shows at CES, I think it was the first show I did with the cables, and I showed with a bunch of guys. Which, you know, one guy brought the speakers, another guy brought the electronics, I brought the cables, and uh, so you might have three companies in a 
in a small room and together it makes a system, forms a system. Mm -hmm. right? uh -huh. And I'd come in there, I'd come in with my Samsonite, a Samsonite case was all plastic, you know, and all the cables were stuffed in a Samsonite. So I basically checked and carried them on board on the plane with me, brought that, didn't have to ship anything. I come into my Samsonite wheel in a room, and these guys are all jealous because, oh, well, the cable guy just walks in with a Samsonite, he's good to go. You know how much it cost me to ship these speakers here, or how much the electronics guy, how much it cost me to ship the electronics here and then back? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah. So they were jealous of me because I just had here, I had a suitcase full of speaker cables and interconnection power cords, and I could actually, it was heavy, hmm. but I could still bring it with me and, you know, and walk away with it too. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of way we've, I've steered this company is like, you know, more lightweight products, you know, not uh, not big, big, big boxes. Well, you know, what it seems like it shows is always the worst, the guy having the worst time is the guy with the racks. Yeah. It's rack assembly, uh, they're yeah. always there having problems. And, and what to do with it afterward. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I don't want to take this thing yeah, apart. Right. Yeah, right. This is something with the hardware is even worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, they usually try to find local dealers or somebody to buy it. Take yeah, yeah. a local guy. Would you like? Would you like to purchase this? Because it's just so much Already easier. Already assembled. Throw it in the back of a van, and yeah. it is. A, <laughs> yeah. So the electronics. So there is. I, I think there's a bit of a reason behind that one. Yeah. Um, now most people be unaware, but we kind of sort of worked with a few manufacturers to help them design electronics that work better with our headphones. And that's already been happening for several years now. We weren't part of the design process. We were part of the subjective side of it. Right. We told them what was what we were looking for, and then their designers compensated or changed what changed up what they were doing. Yeah. So we yeah, we do that. More of a consulting role. Huh? Yeah. Right. Like, well, what do you think's good and bad about this type thing? Yeah. Our uh, expertise certainly isn't in designing amplifiers or DACs or no. really electronics at all. So. No. We wouldn't be well catered to that. But. Although we know a thing or two, at least I do, from the experience about what in electronics works and what doesn't. Because I've seen a lot of things that don't work. I've seen a lot of guys with ideas that go, oh, look at this circuit or look at this or, you know, let's run this hot or let's run this cold. And things, there are things that in general that do and don't work that the typical engineer doesn't think of until you're in audio and you're listening to the stuff rather than mm -hmm. just designing it on paper and going, mm -hmm. well, this will work, you know, with this frequency response and this gain. But then when you listen to it, it sounds like shit. And so, you know, it's, there's, there's nuances involved when you get into the right. higher end of things, which is kind of what we concentrate on is particular things in, in line with the AC, you know, what to avoid, simple things like that, maybe a couple additions that I've seen work and don't work with amps and stuff. But, um, but not like a fresh sheet of paper, whole new design. Yeah, that's not what we do. Yeah, Probably no. not. Yeah. That is a rabbit hole I'd like to go down, yeah. but that seems to be that's extraordinarily time-consuming. Yeah. So the headphone thing would kind of have to be on a back burner. So <laughs> yeah. I think for the time being, we let someone else do it, right? and we follow the consulting role should the need arise. However, we provide the, we provide the headphones. Right, and the cabling for these guys that do it yeah. so that they can hear what they're really hear, what their electronics sound like, at least in our eyes. And um, some, of the, some of the manufacturers are really appreciating the 1266 for that. I mean, really, you know. And the engineering team, too, who is not accustomed to hearing their own work. Now, you know, you don't need a big room. You could take your work home with you, too, right? You, could, you don't need a big room with yeah. big speakers and a subwoofer. And when you leave work, that room's gone. You know, here you can actually do some study. You can study at home, homework, so to speak, especially from the engineering side, if you're not familiar with 
listening to what your changes do to this to this level. Um, there's a lot to learn if you haven't gone there yet. Yeah, then you can let them go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have at it. It's yeah. like, oh, I give you a game. tool to then improve uh, whatever right. you're working on. Yeah we're, yeah, we're about the tool. I think that's pretty interesting, though, because you look at us early on. Well, the entire headphone industry early on, when we started, what, 2012, 2013 or something like that, you look at the number of high-end headphone amplifiers, dedicated amplifiers that were available. It was trivial, right? There was a very... Very insignificant selection compared to what you see now. DIY stuff. It wasn't really specialty, high-end, boutique stuff that you see now. It was more like people in their basement making stuff that they thought was cool, which that's a wonderful way to start. It was awesome, actually. Yeah, Yeah, that was a big part of the reason, big part of the appeal why we wanted to get into headphones. It was was so refreshing to see people so excited and enthusiastic. But that doesn't really make the same way you see it today, the absurdly interesting, unique designs where people spend their lifetime dedicated to, to making a cool thing um, and throwing funding and effort into it. Because now you see people that they spend a huge amount of time, effort, and money to be able to design what they think is the best of the best. And there's a handful of people doing this. So you get a combined several lifetimes of experience in some of the very high-end headphone amplifier and even DAC designs now. And to some extent, companies like us helped spark that because we were also pushing the boundaries of, of what was possible in a headphone, and we were pushing the price point in the high-end up, which made a, it made a clientele that was interested and willing to pay more. Um, which I don't think is bad for the industry at all. I think that's really healthy. No, because I think in part it, it's it's part of the motivation that these small these do-it-yourselfers or small guys had to actually make something stellar right. and, and be able to sell it. Because yeah. without a market, it's only for yourself. You're doing it for yourself. There's no, nobody's going to buy <laughs> right. it. So the market had to exist, right? So by creating the market and creating the demand for high-end amplification and so on in headphones, it. Uh, it allowed. It's allowing many more people to create companies that would have wouldn't have existed in the past. Well, and there's another thing that happened too, is that now that it's a more mature market, um, like big players in like normal two-channel audio are coming and making dedicated headphone stuff now. Then they they bring all their experience from, you know, right. many years of amp design and DAC design, into somewhere where they never thought they would probably go is in he- dedicated headphone gear. Yeah, they have. Their bag of tricks that yep. are just phenomenal with uh, two channel, and you know, and, and most of them do apply to headphones. I mean, there's some variables, yeah. changes you make, but that's okay. They know how to do that because they got their black book and their black magic to to go along with mm-hmm. it. So <laughs> it's easy enough to tweak around, you know, the 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 the, the, the demands of a smaller load such as a headphone and uh, and the lower power settings of it and so on, the needs of it. But well, and it's a lot easier to get a all the flagship headphones together and try them on your equipment then getting all the speakers try them yeah, on totally. all the different stuff yeah keep switching them back and forth you know so i, guess I think yeah. you could see a bit of this in our if you had an unlimited budget what headphone amplifier or gear would you make video i forgot what the title was called yeah but like the dream setup video right if you take a handful of skilled talented engineers or designers of any kind and you tell them, 
you have a comparatively unlimited budget to make the most wild, crazy thing you could imagine, most of them are going to be very excited by that prospect, right? Oh, no most doubt. people would be thrilled to make a $50,000 headphone amplifier if it actually had some sort of financial reason to exist. Like if it wasn't just going to be a, a place for them to dump money, if they actually could make it almost vaguely profitable, they would have loved it. Well, that. and the reason for that is because people actually have to make a living. I mean, you gotta, right. you need, you need income to survive. It, you know, to do this stuff without having a, you know, a pot of gold at the end of the, of course, uh, so to speak. I mean, it's, well, you know, it's, yeah, you're, you're there's a point. That's there. a tough life there. You know, <laughs> usually really things are the opposite of the way that the people perceive. The high end stuff makes oftentimes dramatically less money than the low end stuff. Yeah, right. Right. So if you're there's selling, no if you have a fifty thousand dollar headphone amplifier. You hope and pray that you could ever see a return on your investment. You sell you, five most a year, people don't. Like it, you, most of the time, you're going to sell two or one. Yeah, right. So if you're spending five years putting all your effort into this amplifier and you're making it it's the most amazing thing ever, everything's boutique, perfect, dialed in, exactly right, most of the time you don't make money. Or if you do, it's only because of the trickle-down effect that this publicity from having this high-end thing got you, and now people are buying your low-end stuff that actually makes you money. Well, look at it this way. Let's say you spend a few thousand hours actually doing this, which right. is about what it would probably take, could if crazy, not more. Yeah. Right? And uh, and now you divide that divide that into two or three pieces a year. Right. You know? So how much per hour did how you How much do you really make? Yeah. yeah. So the reality of it is it's... There's a lot know, of that in... Uh, in like the uh, early automotive space where people like making just the highest end crazy cars they can yeah. and like the teens and the 20s and stuff and all these companies don't exist anymore because they would always, they'd make like two and go bankrupt <laughs> nobody would buy them and then that yeah. was it you know it's like a passion project yeah you know yeah you do if you're in business long enough you kind of learn that there's needs you you know you you, you don't go down that yeah. That path because it's just you know and and we've spent a ton of a lot of money on R and D more more than I mean for the size of our company a mm. lot of time we really have but uh, you know but yeah as we grow now now that we've got that we've got all that in our heads that we have that history we we have the experience so things happen quicker nowadays than it used to which is that that kind of in itself is something for a new company to look forward to. That if you do invest the time, you yeah, know, it's like your base knowledge. 10, 15 years of it, if it's necessary, right? Yeah, you you will you will grow to it, and now of course that's assuming you survive long enough to be able to bear the fruit of that, because you actually do have to make at some point some money. You have to pay yourself. That's uh, the reality. That's right? where most companies go. Don't most companies fail? I don't know what the number is, but most new startups i think it's it's a very high percentage it's probably in a 90 percent range never make it yeah within like five years or something year, even the first year yeah. it's pretty hard yeah. a lot of times so you gotta you gotta take you gotta always consider that you gotta you gotta taper your passion for something right against your needs for to eat yeah unfortunately it's very very difficult to just barrel money into something and yeah. live on a hope and prayer that you're actually going to see anything back so I think, in a way, what we were getting at here was yeah, right. the sheer fact that we made this headphone that was high-end, that was arguably one of the best-sounding headphones in the world, and it was at a higher price point, that kind of sort of made a market for gear that didn't exist before. So, in a way, we 
made that market to some extent, along with other headphone other manufacturers in that high-end space. To the surprise of many people. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess ourselves included. Yeah, right. So yeah, that's we, true. We, we didn't know where did. I was going to go. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah nobody knew, right? No. But no. we kind of did make the stuff, sort of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. In a small way. Yeah. But in the end, <laughs> so to answer the question, would we make electronics? Yeah, maybe one day in conjunction with some, with another company, you know, we could machine, certainly machine the chassis. We could do the mechanical side of it. We could certainly uh, offer our input on the subjective side of it and some of the electrical side of it for sure, the wiring and so on and, you know, topology, board layouts, so on, grounding schemes. So we got a lot to offer, but, yeah. But You always got to play to your strengths. Yeah, you never know. We might do it. Why not? You know, why not? But we got some stuff that we need to do first. Yeah, we got our <laughs> own stuff. That's the problem. We're still not, we don't have enough models of headphones. We're still running on three. Well, yeah. two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I think that takes a priority because <laughs> that we have a clear vision on. <laughs> we just have to implement it. <laughs> hmm. So on that note, thank you, everybody, as always, for watching us. And don't forget that we do have a store it sells like t-shirts and pillows and now that it's getting to be warm out in, in a lot of parts of the world uh, uh go to abyssstore.com and check out the abyss stuff the shirts and stuff the t-shirts are kind of nice yeah and, and you get a little pillow with a little fun smiley guy to mm-hmm. throw on your couch yeah i do need i think it's actually. exciting yeah, those are nice actually yeah abyssstore.com hmm. and um and uh if you got any questions you want us to answer or do a video on we're always looking for ideas t-o-t-l at up is headphones.com. Thanks everyone. Take care of yourself. <laughs>